Traditional Chinese medicine is an ancient practice making waves in the modern health era, addressing mind, body and soul as one unit TCM aims to connect the human with the being on multiple levels. Health shouldn't be elusive or inaccessible, a notion that this ancient practice adheres to. Our products at Your Tea are merely a stepping stone to this brilliant wellness modality. Hence, we are here to honour and discover the intricacies of revered traditional Chinese medicine. In our podcast, we discuss the Chinese medicine approach and interpretation of health what it means, and how TCM endeavours to achieve it. From endometriosis to digestion, qi to shen, PCOS to menopause, eating to movement, and mind to soul. PCOS impacts many women around the world. For this reason, we called on TCM Dr. Lauren Curtin to define PCOS from an Eastern and Western perspective. In this episode, Lauren outlines the varying patterns of PCOS, and she also covers how many women may experience PCO rather than PCOS. Didn't realize there was a difference? We discuss how to determine which case you may have. Also discussed in this episode is the role dampness has to play in regards to PCOS, key contributing factors that may be aggravating your PCOS, and how diet can impact PCOS. We wrapped up the episode with a discussion on why so many women are being diagnosed with PCOS from Lauren's perspective, and whether or not PCOS will stay with you for life. Enjoy this episode of TCM Honored by Your Tea and reach out to us if you have any questions. How is PCOS defined from a TCM perspective? So typically from a Chinese medicine perspective, there will usually be elements of dampness and also stagnation. So a really clear sign of dampness with PCOS is having multiple follicles on the ovaries and we use follicles and cysts interchangeably. So often women will get an ultrasound and be told they have multiple cysts on their ovaries but what that actually means is that they have multiple follicles and they're all lying dormant for some reason. So it's showing that for some reason and for each person it can be a little bit different. There's been a delay to ovulation And that's why all the follicles are immature. And usually there'll be long cycles, so more than 35 days. So from a Chinese medicine perspective, we always want to be looking at each person's underlying pattern because from our perspective, different women can reach the same diagnosis of PCOS but all have different patterns. So we always want to know what's going on for that person in particular to give them a specific treatment plan. So what is also really common is a lot of women being told they have PCOS, but it's actually PCO. So PCOS is polycystic ovarian syndrome, and then PCO is just polycystic ovaries. But a lot of women are told they have PCOS having the syndrome, but it's actually just multiple follicles on their ovaries. And it doesn't necessarily mean they have the syndrome, which is a whole metabolic disorder which would require different interventions, different treatments, whereas PCO, just having multiple follicles on the ovaries, 
doesn't necessarily mean there's a hormonal imbalance. It may mean that there's some dampness from our perspective, but it has a completely different tactic and it may not even necessarily be problematic. And to work out if you have PCOS or just PCO, Mm -hmm. how do we work that out from a TCM perspective? From a TCM perspective, purely, we would really need to see an ultrasound because a lot of women can actually have polycystic ovaries but have regular cycles. So it's completely unproblematic for them. And in that situation, depending on how they're presenting, they may not even need treatment for that. It may be that they had an ultrasound for something else and then they found out, oh, you actually have multiple follicles. But it may not necessarily be something that really needs treatment because a lot of women, these follicles can just come and go throughout life and not even necessarily cause a problem. Whereas a lot of the time we get women coming in that have had an ultrasound and have had some blood work done and then we can go through that a bit more specifically if it actually looks like they do have PCOS And then we would address it specific to them. And in contrast to this, how is PCOS defined from a Western medicine perspective? So in Western medicine, it's typically diagnosed. There are a few different criteria for PCOS, but usually it'll be looking at an ultrasound, looking at the symptom picture. So looking at how the person is actually presenting what their symptoms are and then looking at their blood work. So usually someone will need to have multiple follicles. They'll usually have irregular cycles. And then on the blood work, it looks like they have insulin resistance or high testosterone or high androgens. And typically if someone has two out of the three, that can qualify them for a diagnosis of PCOS. And from a Chinese medicine point of view, We can look at what they've come in with. We can look at their blood results and their ultrasounds, but then we would make our own diagnosis as well, depending on how they're presenting. So if someone comes in with multiple follicles and really long cycles, but their hormones look okay, we might actually treat them differently than if they come in with really severe acne, maybe no follicles, but their testosterone is really, really high and they're having long cycles as well. So there can be all of these different combinations of PCOS and from a Chinese medicine perspective we want to treat them specifically to how they're actually presenting. Perfect so you mentioned there some of the signs of potential PCOS such as the irregular cycles, the acne, the multiple follicles but could you please run through some of the other obvious signs of potential PCOS? So sometimes there can be weight gain and acne and things like hair loss that can be really really common and a lot of the other symptoms are like you mentioned usually having the long cycles having multiple follicles and hormones being elevated so we want to look at all of that together and take that all into account but um, sometimes people can have very very limited symptoms and only have one or two and then sometimes people can have every symptom under the book so everyone's very individualized So then there would be some different patterns of PCOS, would you say? Yeah. So someone could have really severe acne. They could have acne all over their face, their chest, their back. That's really, really common. And they could have long cycles, but maybe no cysts. Mm -hmm. And then there could be someone that's had their skin's pretty good, but maybe they're having thinning in their hair or maybe they have multiple follicles 
and maybe their cycles aren't that long. So there can be heaps of different combinations of what we would call PCOS. Okay. And what are some key aggravating factors which may contribute to PCOS from a TCM perspective? So from a TCM perspective, one of the most common things is looking at diet because we see what we eat and how we nourish our bodies and how we're actually digesting it through the strength of our digestive system has a really big impact on our menstrual cycles. So we always want to look at someone's diet, look at how they're eating, look at that, their habits around eating, if they're doing it in a rush or if they're eating regularly or if it's irregular meals. All of these things can have a really big impact on our hormones and then how our cycles are going to present. So we always want to be looking at diet. And another key thing from a Chinese medicine perspective is stress levels and just lifestyle in general, because that has a huge impact on how our menstrual cycles behave and how long they are. If we get any symptoms or if we're having any hormonal irregularities, our lifestyle has such a big impact on that. So from a Chinese medicine perspective, we're always wanting to look at diet, looking at lifestyle and see if there's anything like dampness or stagnation that's manifesting. And for those of um, our listeners who may not know, can you elaborate just briefly on the dampness and the stagnation and what those terms mean? So dampness can be quite a tricky one for a lot of people to get their heads around. So we basically see it as when there's fluids or accumulations where there shouldn't be. So a really clear sign is fluid retention or having edema there's like fluid in the body where there shouldn't be it's not being able to be metabolized properly cysts and fibroids can be another sign of dampness as well and things like bloating and it links really heavily into our lymph as well so often if people have issues with their lymphatic movement it can present with dampness in someone's body and it can also be things like a foggy head or getting headaches or low energy that can all be signs of damp as well But if we're talking about PCOS, having multiple follicles or having cysts on the ovaries is what we would call a damp sign in someone's body. Great. You explained that very well. And going into more depth now about diet, how can diet impact PCOS? Diet's a really big one with PCOS, especially if it is an insulin resistant type PCOS. So this means that For many different women, they can have issues with actually responding to their insulin and it can cause blood sugar dysregulation. So that's when it's really important to be really mindful of sugar intake. And this even includes the healthy sugars like the raw desserts and things like that that we think are healthy and maybe not the processed like refined sugars. But a lot of the times these types of desserts or types of foods, if they are really sweet, it still elicits that response from the body and it can cause dampness in that way. So when there is that type of insulin resistant PCOS, usually it's accompanied by weight gain as well or weight that's hard to shift. And we want to be honing in on diet as much as we can so we can balance out blood sugar levels and be giving lots and lots of nutrients that women can use to be making their hormones in really in a good balance. Um, And then there's the other side of hormone metabolism as well, because that's a really key factor if someone has a high testosterone type of PCOS. 
because from a Chinese medicine perspective, we need the liver to be working really well to be able to be metabolizing all of this excess testosterone. So in that case, we'd be needing to work on lots of good brassica family veggies. So this is like Brussels sprouts, bok choy, broccoli, cabbage, kale, all of these veggies help the liver to metabolize much more effectively and help to get out excess hormones and excess estrogen. And this can be quite helpful for PCOS. It sounds as if the digestive system plays a really high importance with hormones and PCOS. Could you please briefly touch on for our listeners who perhaps haven't listened to our previous episodes on how the digestive system should be functioning in general and what we can actually do to nurture that system of our body. So from a Chinese medicine perspective, we always want to be focusing on nourishing the digestive system. And typically the best way to do that from our perspective is lots of warm cooked nourishing foods. Obviously we have to tailor it to the person and how they're presenting, but typically people do really well when they're having lots of cooked foods foods that are really easy to digest, like soups and broths and congees and all of that kind of good stuff. That helps to really strengthen up the digestive organs. And these are the organs that will extract all the nutrients to then create blood and energy. And they we need a lot of blood and energy for our menstrual cycles and for ovulation. So we really need our digestive system to be quite strong to make appropriate hormones and to have regular healthy menstrual cycles. Great. So staying away from sugar, inflammatory foods, and leaning more towards easy to digest. Exactly. Lots of veggies. And how can stress impact PCOS? Stress has a huge impact on menstrual health in general, but especially with PCOS because there typically is 